0: the bottle cap challenge the invisible challenge a jumping cat a bowling machine and strawberries all things that were trending this week welcome back to trends i am djb and this is the show this is the podcast where i like to delve in to the weird and wonderful that is the internet and trends we get to see all sorts of things every single week and I've only been doing this for about three weeks or so and that hasn't disappointed yet. There have been trends every single week that have been awesome and I feel like this week we hit the jackpot a little bit. From about Monday through the week I was like man there's more stuff happening how am I going to keep up with it all but that just means that it gives us so much more to talk about. It's been really tough to try and whittle it down to just a few to talk about but I feel like we're just about there. Whether or not I'm going to cover everything, I don't know, but we're going to give it a good shot. I also have to pick one to talk about on the radio later today, so that'll be interesting as well. Maybe I'll have to do some trying of some of these and actually attempt them myself. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But of course, on this show, what I like to do is we'll look at some of the top trends that i found across the internet over the week and we'll look at each one of them we'll look at what's happening the weirdness and the wonderfulness of each one of them and then of course at the end of the podcast we'll pick my favorite trend of the week you might have a different one i'm thinking maybe i should start doing a poll of people's favorite trends f- from the week to talk about as well cuz This is just basically my opinion on trends. You might have a completely different one. I'd love to hear what your favorite trend of the week was. Maybe it's something that just kind of popped up. Maybe I haven't even talked about it. Maybe it's something brand new you need to share with us. I'd love to hear from you. So you can always find me on like Twitter or something, Twitter at Kaylee Hillier, um, and obviously all the social medials with all of that as well. Um, So without further ado, it's time to get into trends. Let's get into it. Okay, so the first trend that came out this week, I'm going to start off with the dog invisible challenge, right? So this is the invisible challenge and it involves dogs. A few years ago, we had the fluff challenge. I don't know if it was last year or a few years after that, but the fluff challenge was when you had to stand in a doorway and, um, with a blanket and your dog was obviously sat in the lounge or wherever watching you and you'd kind of throw the blanket over you or like in front of you and then you'd run out of the way to the wall of the hallway or something, the doorway, so the dog couldn't see that you disappeared and then as the blanket comes down, obviously you're not there, the dog freaks out. I mean the poor dog loves you, wants to sort of spend time with you, enjoying this whole kind of facade and then suddenly you're not there and they have a little bit of a panic because they're like where is my beloved human it's they disappeared so of course that was a big deal people really got into it and now there's a new one this one involves (laughs) you basically spending time with your dog but you're gonna play a trick on them so you I think a lot of times I've seen this. It's either at a doorway or by some poles or something. So basically, you you use cling film and you wrap it—cling film or plastic wrap, whatever you want to call it—and you wrap it around the the doorway or the walkway that you're going to use, just at the dog height. And then you're going to play with your dog, run down the hallway, jump over the plastic wrap or the clean film. And then watch them as they cannot get past. They will literally follow you. They'll be running down the corridor. And then they'll hit the plastic wrap. You'll jump over it. They won't. And then there's this kind of awkward moment where they freeze. They're freaking out. They don't know what to do. And they also kind of slightly like panic because they're going, but I want to follow you. I want to be with you. I want to like be there with you. And they kind of have this whole panic moment where they're trying to get through the plastic wrap. It feels weird on their nose. They don't know what to do. And yeah, these poor dogs. I, I reckon the same people who did the fluff challenge are doing the invisible challenge. And these poor dogs are just getting ripped apart. I mean, the amount of pranks being played on them just because they love you so much. I mean, it's almost becoming quite mean. And there are loads of videos. I think the, the funniest bit about the video is the fact that they literally like have to do this whole stop thing. And they sort of like, they're going full speed and then they suddenly have to do like an emergency stop. And yeah, the poor dog doesn't know what to do. And then they're just like staring at their owner like, why would you do this to me? I just wanted to spend time with you. And yeah, there's poor dogs. They're so <laughs> It just kind of makes you think, what are we doing to our poor dogs? I mean, cats had the whole cucumber incident, which was enough in itself. And now we've sort of turned on dogs. Surely there's only so much that dogs will put up with until they're just like, you know what? I've had enough. This is it. No more pranking. Don't want to know. I loved you, but you just keep playing me up. I'm waiting for that moment, really. There's going to be a whole doggy revolt at some point because we keep playing these trending pranks on them. Also, a part of me has debated, should I try this with our dog, my dad's dog, Betty? Although I just, I don't think she would chase me anyway. So that's like a hurdle in itself. There are the odd dogs though, online, which actually do, they can't stop in time. So they just literally hit the clean film Often like breaking through and then there's like this moment of kind of what just happened. And then they're okay. Then they'll sort of recover okay. But I just feel so sorry for the poor dogs. They're kind of really, really wanting to sort of spend that time with you and you just play a prank on them. I wouldn't be surprised if if we keep doing this to dogs that at some point they're going to turn on us. And do we really want to see... That side of a dog, I don't think we do. I don't even think we'd be able to handle it if it really did happen. The doggy revolt is gonna come because of the invisible challenge. Watch this space. Okay, so trend number two, continuing with our animal theme, is The Jumping Cat. Now, this is a video that popped up online. It's been seen everywhere. I've seen it on Facebook. I've seen it on Twitter circulating around. I've even seen it on Instagram. You know, it's kind of reached a whole level of trend when you start seeing it on all of the different social media platforms. People have been reposting it, sharing it. It's out there and people are all here for it. The Jumping Cat, I saw this was tweeted by Danny, goddess of dinosaurs. I think this was a retweet from Lad Bible, so they've had it it's had at least 28 million views in just this one video that I've seen. So this is something that is basically circulating around. People are really, really into it. And it's so simple. This is this is what's great with some of this stuff on trends. Some of it is just so simple but yet so effective. It's a video of a cat. And there's like a child's gate across the door. So if this cat was facing the visible challenge, it would have no problem because all the cat does is jump over this child safety gate on the door. But it does so in such a graceful manner. It's almost like you're watching an Olympic gold medalist doing a dismount in gymnastics. I mean the form is just perfect, it's just kind of like really like all aligned, its legs are all tucked in as it goes over and then it's a perfect landing, I mean the landing is perfect and then just gracefully walks walks away after doing its little jump, it's only like four second long video and I think that's why it's so effective because you don't have to spend a lot of time watching it, it's almost like a gif, you could see it, And it will just play over and over again. And what I find with this video is that the more... As soon as it starts playing, you can't not watch it. And I can watch it for quite a long time, still being quite amused, watching this graceful cat jump over a child's gate. It's so good. And I think part of the attraction is just how clean and how graceful it is. You're just kind of in awe of this cat It just looks so clean cut and so well done. And of course, we know that cat videos do very, very well online. People love cat videos. We all just love videos of animals, let's be fair. They're cute. They give you, they just, I feel like sometimes cute videos and stuff like that just make, just give you a little buzz of happiness. Feel that little buzz for like five seconds in your day. just raises your day by like 5%, 10%, just making you feel a little bit better about life and they can carry on. Also, people are comparing this cat to other animals and other cats. For example, at Keeling Curve on Twitter, he says, I just watched my cat tumble into a garbage bin. Yeah, so the gracefulness of cats doesn't necessarily fit with every single cat, but this specific cat is extremely graceful. A lot of people are, are giving the cat scores like you would in gymnastics. I think that's where the gymnastics thing kind of really comes into its own. What scoring would you give this cat on its dismount? So Jinbug on Twitter has said a 9.5, 9.4, 9.6, 10 and 10. And with that score, she's taking home the gold. That's right. It is so good that it does remind me a lot of gymnastics. Wild Jaden on Twitter says, this is boss level. Mango Jones says, instead of counting sheep, I'm going to watch this a thousand times before bed. I think you could, you know, because it is so relaxing. It's, It's kind of like those oddly satisfying videos that you find online, maybe not quite ASMR, but you know how like, where just things just fit perfectly. And this is one of those videos because the whole setup, the gliding over the fence, the landing, the very smug walk away is all just on point. It is, it's just relaxing to see. And so I can totally get with that. And I do feel like this one of those videos that you could watch over and over again, just make you feel happy. It makes me feel happy just watching this cat jump over a fence. And This is what I love about trends, is that something so simple as a cat jumping over a fence can bring so many people a lot of joy. It really, really has. It's amazing. Can we really top that this week? I think this is the amazing thing with this week, was there were so many strong trends, so many contenders for which one's going to win. I don't know. It's so hard because then I hit the next trend on the list is probably the biggest one of the week, the Bottle Cap Challenge. I couldn't go through this week without talking about the Bottle Cap Challenge, let's be fair. It's so big and it has become a thing in itself. It has really, over the last few days, picked up a lot of steam. A lot of celebrities are doing it. People are beginning to get a little bit creative with it as well now, so... We need to look at the bottle cap challenge. As far as I understand, the bottle cap challenge started by Max Holloway. He is an MMA fighter and doing my research. It looks like he started the bottle cap challenge. I might be wrong, but it's looking like it's him. And basically he shared a little video of himself doing like a roundhouse kick and in the video there's this bottle that's being held just by the camera and as he does this kick he flicks his sort of foot round so it hits the top of the bottle unscrewing the lid and that's the bottle cap challenge doing a roundhouse kick to unscrew the lid of a bottle so in the in the max holloway video he actually, like, challenges John Mayer to attempt this whole thing. John Mayer does it, and then it just keeps on going. There are so many people now doing the bottle cap challenge. The first video I saw of the bottle cap challenge was Jason Statham. And, of course, number one is Jason Statham doing a roundhouse kick. What I think really adds to it is the slow motion of the whole thing as well. Because what that does is it kind of really, it puts the tension into the experience. You kind of, they're going, are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? Can they achieve the bottle cap challenge? How easy is this to do as well is another big question. How do they do it? You need another person to do the bottle cap challenge. It's not a thing you can do on your own because you need somebody to hold a camera and also just below the camera, hold the bottle. And then they have to trust you enough that you're not going to kick them as you do like a backwards roundhouse kick. Now, I think I've seen people try and do it other ways, but as far as I know, the backwards roundhouse kick is the best one. That's probably not even the name for it, but we're going to go with it because that's the best description I can come up with this. (laughs) And (laughs) you've got to be like close enough where you're going to hit the bottle, but not too close that you're going to knock the bottle over. So, and also... How high do you put it? Because some of these videos, the bottle's really high, which means their leg has got to get really high. So there's a lot going on here. And then the person holding the bottle and the camera has to trust you enough that as you're going round and doing the roundhouse kick that you're not gonna kick them at any point in this whole thing. And when we have it, I don't know if there's like injuries that have come up from this. But yes, it's definitely happening. Like, for example, when I watched Jason Statham's video, it's it's really high. It's, mean it's It's up by his shoulders almost. So he's putting his leg pretty high up to be able to do this thing. And his form as well looks fantastic. Let's be fair, though. He is an action star and probably gets a lot of training on how to do that. I could not do that. But there's a lot of celebrities now who are doing the bottle cap challenge i have seen i know there's probably more than what i've seen but i just gonna have to go with what i've currently seen um ellie golding has done it she looked pretty good doing hers as well pretty high as well that one sean evans from first we feast he had a go at doing the bottle cap challenge with of course a bottle of hot sauce However, his was a little bit of a fail. I like the fact that, like, there's a lot of successes with the bottle cap challenge, but also there's, like, failures. And it doesn't matter which camp you're in, you're still sh- sharing the video. You still want to, like, just share the fact that you were part of this movement of the bottle cap challenge going forward. So, yeah, First We Feast, Sean Evans did it. He didn't quite do it. I mean, he he attempts it, and he just, like, knocks the bottle. Yeah, it's just not happening. It just failed he got the bottle cap off though it just just didn't the bottle didn't stay up it just all fell and then you know that a trend is getting really big hype when certain celebrities get involved in as well one of my favorites was ryan reynolds who got involved in the bottle cap challenge of course being ryan reynolds it's not just a 10 second video of himself trying to do the bottle cap challenge, oh no, no, he's gonna have like a whole little movie about the bottle cap challenge, and I must admit, it is very good, I was hooked watching it, but there's like a whole build-up of this little bottle, and the bottle kind of stays quite close to the camera the whole way through, and he's like walking with this bottle, there's like pictures of the bottle looking at a mirror and this big build-up to himself doing the bottle cap challenge is like going down alleyways looking at the pier everything some very very pleasing shots you can tell that he's in he works in the movies I mean this whole thing is built up pretty perfectly then he meets Ryan and then Ryan attempts to do the bottle cap challenge the slow-mo kicks coming round, and then he just smashes the glass bottle which i think's the best thing the ending of that video is the fact that you kind of like, oh here we go here's another bottle cap challenge video oh there's like a really fun intro to it then the slow-mo starts and yeah he fails pretty dramatically obviously this is all staged but hey who cares it's ryan reynolds doing the bottle cap challenge what more do you want And then, of course, we've had Justin Bieber do it. And then, of course, with any trends, people start trying to, like, stretch the boundaries of what is possible with the Bottle Cap Challenge. And a number of people have kind of used their creativity just to kind of take it to a new level. So one of my favourite ones was Donnie Yen. Now, he doesn't do a, uh, a roundhouse kick, but he kind of shows everybody else up because he blindfolds himself. He does this blindfolded it's a 16 second clip of himself. He blindfolds himself and then he literally kicks the bottle top off the bottle. It looks like a glass bottle as well. So whoever is like helping him do this video, I, I stand the trust that you have right there. <laughs> I mean, he's blindfolded as well. So yeah, that is a big one. Could you, and I, and I and there was a point where I thought, oh, he's got it. He is He is the one to take the Bottle Cap Challenge. You can't really top that, can you? Let's be fair. I think things get really, really serious when Mariah Carey then decides to get involved. She has done the Bottle Cap Challenge in, of course, the most Mariah way that you could do the Bottle Cap Challenge. She, like, hypes herself up to do it and then sings a high note And the bottle cap just comes off. It just flies off the top, which to be fair, nobody else could really put off than diva level of Mariah Carey. Could they? Let's be, fair. (laughs) I don't think, I mean, when I started watching the video, you kind of like, she's wearing a skirt as well. There's no way that you're going to see Mariah Carey do a roundhouse kick. Let's be fair. And of course, no, you don't. But Mariah Carey does sing and the bottle cap does come off. It's it's a total Mariah way of doing things. And I think that's the great thing with the bottle cap challenge. Anybody can do it. I had a chat with my friend the other day who does a little bit of martial arts. And I was like, okay, can you teach me how to do a roundhouse kick? Because I'm sure like you could attempt it. But I'd like to feel like I have some idea of what I'm supposed to do rather than making a fool of myself trying to do the bottle cap challenge. Especially because some people do get their legs up pretty high to do it. And he was explaining that, oh, you've got to stretch it out. You've got to, like, do all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this is getting really serious. I just need to kick the top off a bottle. That is it. And I think I probably would go for a a plastic bottle just because I really, really don't want glass anywhere. And because I probably will end up kicking the bottle, that's just not a good idea. Yeah, the bottle cap challenge, I think, is fantastic because it involves so many people. Celebrities are getting involved This is like a steam train that has picked up steam and is going full force. I'm excited to see over the next week, whether or not we get any more from the bottle cap challenge. Okay, moving on, because we have got two more to look at this week. I whittled it down to five trends because there were so many, and I feel like these five were the top five at the time. So the next one that I have is the bowling machine. If you haven't seen this, um, it's a very, very interesting video. As far as I understand, this was found on Reddit and, uh, people have been sharing it all over the place. Um, it's like a robotic arm. It's a big orange robotic arm in a bowling alley. And basically this machine picks up the bowling ball, spins around, quite fast and then let go, let's go of the bowling ball so it flies down the bowling alley and literally hits the pins in a strike and I think it's an interesting video because when I first watched it although it's a fairly like calm scene and you're just watching this robot fling a bowling ball at some bowling pins and getting a strike it actually made me quite triggered. I felt quite on edge watching this thing happen. I think the main reason for that is because the bowling ball doesn't actually hit the bowling alley at any point. This arm spins it around so fast and then it literally flies in the midair hitting the bowling pins straight on and, like, that's it. It's quite aggressive. I think it's probably the best word. So... All I kind of thought after watching this video was like, oh man, that would really have hurt if that was me. (laughs) You don't want to stand in the way of that arm when it's flinging a bowling ball because it's fast. It's fast. I also kind of had thoughts of the accuracy of this arm is actually really good because if it wasn't accurate, I mean, if it wasn't holding that bowling ball properly, it could have flown off at any point in its very fast cycle around the arm. The poor cameraman might have uh, might have been hit in the face, but luckily he wasn't. And then you do have to be in awe of the actual the arm itself for getting a strike because I can ne- I can never get a strike in bowling. I am absolutely terrible at bowling to the point like I I've gotten to the point with bowling now where. If I'm going to pay to go bowling, I'm going to have the barriers up. I'm sorry, but I'm not paying to have gutter balls all night. It's not going to (laughs) happen. And I also have the point where I will just bowl the ball and not even watch it go down because I am that bad. I don't really want to witness my terribleness at bowling. So I'd rather not watch it. People get annoyed as well. People get annoyed when I don't watch myself. They're like, why do you not watch yourself? Because I know it's terrible and it's not going to go anywhere. Why do I want to witness that every single time? This machine has totally showed me up because literally it could probably get a strike every single time it bowls the ball. And I'm loving some of the comments on this because it kind of just echoes the way that I'm feeling. Tyler, the destroyer on Twitter says, I'm not laughing. I'm terrified. Yes. That's how I feel about this video, because it looks like it's a weapon. It really does. It looks like this is something that shouldn't be in a bowling alley. Shouldn't even be around humans, because I feel like it's going to come back and destroy us all. Alan on Twitter also says it's terrifying. It really is. There's some great comments as well. This one on Twitter says, Terminator starts as a bowler, killing Flint Flintstone and Barney before moving on to Homer Simpson. I feel like this is kind of what I get out of watching it, because it really is like, this could kill you. Just, this could be a robot flinging bowling balls at whatever speed it ends up throwing them and just really, really being very disruptive. It's scary. It really is. Some people are calling it the Bowl Bot 5000. Some of these comments even echo my fears about this whole thing. One of them saying, imagine it shoots the other way due to a mechanical meltdown and you are standing there. That's what goes through my head. It really does. They're thinking, I would be dead if that hit me. Now, looking at the comments and looking at a lot of the feedback online, it does apparently seem to be that this video is fake. It's a computer CGI generated video. Which is, I'm, I actually feel better about knowing that it's potentially fake because, well, yeah, for, for one, how on enough would you get a mechanical robotic arm into a bowling alley to do this? I'm also pretty certain that after throwing the bowling ball, the pins and probably the backstop would all be destroyed because of the force of the bowling ball. And I don't think any bowling alley is probably going to want to fix all of that. It does give me a whole sense of relief knowing that this is probably not real so I can relax. I don't- I'm not as terrified as I was thinking that now robots can fling bowling balls at us at horrific speeds. A whole weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. I'm- I'm not- I'm not that mad that it's a fake video. I quite enjoy it, the fact that all these emotions fly f- through you, and then, yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay about it. I can breathe easy. <laughs> the robots are not gonna come and destroy us anytime soon, and just relax. Which takes me on to our final trend of the week. This one's a little bit different because this one I saw on a new site, and I just had to talk about it. Now, of course, it's Wimbledon season at the moment. Tennis season is very, very big. And so, of course, there were gonna be something trending to do with tennis and Wimbledon. And this trend that I found is about Wimbledon. Well, more specifically, the food that you can get at Wimbledon, because the classic Wimbledon food Is strawberries and cream, which is a fantastic combination. We should never, ever, ever play around with it. It's simple. It's effective. It does the job. Don't touch it. Just leave it alone. But no, people cannot leave it alone. There is a restaurant that has decided to launch an alternative to strawberries and cream. In celebration of Wimbledon, they have decided to launch a new combination, which is strawberries and salad cream. That's right, strawberries and salad cream. They are calling it... So this is a chef at the Ely's restaurant in Wimbledon. So it's even in Wimbledon. They've launched this unconventional dish to celebrate tennis season. Looking at the pictures, they actually use Heinz salad cream. Now, salad cream, you would probably... I would associate with stuff that is savoury. So things like, I know people use it on chips and burgers and salad, like when you're making a salad, hence salad cream is in the name salad. It's kind of, a, I don't use salad cream a lot actually. I think we have some in the house. But but yeah, I it's not one of my go-to toppings for things I'm I'm usually a mayonnaise person for me mayonnaise even tops ketchup and I'm just saying that sorry um so yeah I don't really do salad cream a lot I don't hate it it's fine it's kind of a zingy and it's kind of like got its own flavor it's quite tangy I don't know as far as I know as well it's kind of a British thing I don't think that there are a lot of people in other countries who have salad cream I mean, that's one thing you can give them is that, I mean, strawberries and cream is a very classic British Wimbledon thing. Salad cream's also a very British thing. So this could be a best of British combination, maybe. I don't know. But the idea that you would put salad cream with something sweet, I'm not sure how I feel about that because I wouldn't associate salad cream with something sweet let alone strawberries. I like strawberries. I like strawberries with cream. I just don't know if I want to experience strawberries with salad cream. I'm just saying. (laughs) What amazes me is this chef obviously had the time to think about it. How many trials did he go through? How many things did they try in the kitchen? They were probably sat around thinking, you know what, Wimbledon's coming up. We should make a dish for Wimbledon. What could we do? I know, let's put salad cream with strawberries. Do you think they had like a whole tasting session in the restaurant, trying different toppings and being like, you know what, this is the one? Because I'm sure partly it's like, people are gonna talk about this because this is weird enough to sell, but it has to be good enough for people to eat because they're selling this as a dish in the restaurant. So it can't be terrible, surely, because they're selling it. I want to know how many people have ordered this dessert on the menu. It's only available until the 14th of July, so it's only during Wimbledon season. I probably would go and be interested in it and be tempted to try it. But there's also the back of my mind which is like, but if I don't like it, I feel like I've wasted my money. That's the problem. That is the problem. (laughs) And then I just, I just want to just have strawberries and cream then. It's so weird. every time I think about it, I'm just like, why? Why would you do that? Why ruin something so good? But you don't know, do you? You don't know. Maybe this is actually fantastic and it tastes really, really good. I don't think it will, but you know, hey, maybe it is. Maybe if you love salad cream, you will really, really love this. I think I'm going to have to do a video trying strawberries and salad cream because it's so weird. Watch this space on the radio later. I'm going to do strawberries and salad cream. (laughs) Those are our five trends this week. They're sublime to the ridiculous. We have had the strawberries and salad cream, which just kind of makes me cringe a little bit. The bottle cap challenge, the invisible challenge which I'm pretty sure eventually dogs are going to revolt on us for the jumping cat video and the bowling machine. I feel really bad this week because there are so many trends and they're all so different. This is a tough one to pick the best one of the week. I'm going to say now that the strawberries and salad cream, as weird as it is, I just don't think that one can be number one because it just freaks me out a little bit too much. The Invisible Challenge, I just feel, is a little bit mean. And I don't think it's going to be as big as maybe the Fluff Challenge was. But watch this space, it could get bigger. The Bowling Machine, I liked it. But it's also really, really terrifying. So I think it's between the Bottle Cap Challenge and the Jumping Cat. The Bottle Cap Challenge is just so big that I feel like... It's such a strong contender and it is one of those things that makes you want to get involved. The jumping cat video is so simple and so graceful that you kind of just want it to be around forever, which I'm sure it will be. So between the two of them, uh, I don't know which one to pick. I'm gonna choose. It's got to be the bottle cap challenge. I'm sorry. I really, really, I was really tempted to go for the jumping cap, but the fact that Mariah Carey has done the bottle cap challenge, I feel like that's just tipped it over the edge. That right there has done it for me. This week's winning trend of the week is the bottle cap challenge. And I'm pretty sure we're going to see it in the next few weeks as people keep doing it. It's so big and it just keeps on getting bigger. I wonder who's going to do it this week. Am I going to have to try the Bottle Cap Challenge? Probably. Watch this space. Well, thank you so much for listening today. I hoped you enjoyed our rundown of the top trends of the week. What was your top trend of the week? You can let me know on Twitter at Kayleigh Hillier. If you enjoyed this podcast, then think about subscribing. I'd love to have you along for the journey as we explore trends from each week And just see what's happening in the world of the internet. And I'll see you next time.